to look at the alternative and like, oh, maybe maybe I should just indulge in this for a bit. Uh, it's just one time, you know, that whole mindset of the whole, maybe next time, the whole cheat day kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's why I think this is quite subjective. Uh, I think going with what you just said, Mackenzie, is quite subjective because individuals can be very different and you have to be disciplined and I can have high metabolism and I can burn it quickly, but not many people will have this. You know, people are different. So, very subjective. Uh, reports say it's not, but I say it that comes down to individuals. Lah, you know, so really depends. So, agree with what you just said there. Uh, Thanks for adding on that. Now, the second point, women need different exercises than men. Now, what do you think? Right, uh, Joel, anything to add? No, Joyce. Right, I think, in my opinion, it's quite subjective as well. I'm not sure about Mackenzie on your thoughts, but this might just my feeling is quite subjective because this is what the research has said. It says that both sexes have the same body structure but different hormonal makeups, uh, which may mean difference in muscle strength but does not mean they should work out any differently. Men tend to focus on abs, chest, and arms, and women tend to focus on glutes and legs. So that's research, but I would say also it's very subjective, both either way and depends on the individual. Uh, Mackenzie, what uh, on over okay. to you? So, I am gonna bust this myth for you. No, women and men do not need to have different exercises because what you might think, all right, women and men, yes, they are biologically the same, regardless what it is, okay, maybe hormones, you know, testosterone and you know, and estrogen, two different things, obviously. Uh, but here's the thing, when you when you work out, if let's say you're doing a squat, okay, if a man does 20 squats and a woman does 20 squats, okay, there's no such thing as, oh, will I look very big and chunky like a man? No, you will not look big and chunky like a man if you do the same workout as them. No, that's just a myth, okay? Knowing what you want in a workout is basically what you do for your exercises. Okay, you can do the same workout as any man, any high intensity workout or whatever it is. Let's say, let's say we put the same person. Okay, one man is obese, the other the woman is also obese. All right, both of them do the same workout. Both of them achieve the same goal. They lose weight. Okay, simple as that. Yeah, maybe the man might gain a little bit more muscle based on his uh, hormones and everything, but not necessarily the woman. Get it? So um, that that's the that myth is basically busted. Okay, men and women can do the same exercises. Fantastic! Great, great. 
I, you know, when I watched it, I'm like, mm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna leave it to Mackenzie to bust this while we listen to, to what everybody says before you bust the myth. So, okay, so thank you for sharing on that. Now, the third one, this is quite common, I guess. What uh, before I ask but to, to bust this, right? You should always stretch before exercising. Now, I'm gonna ask all of you, Mackenzie aside, because I know Mackenzie knows this. Do you guys do warm up first or do you stretch? And do you all know this? Do you all actually know this, the process behind? So when you go and play sports, what do you guys do? I know a couple of people who stretch, which um, you know, they do say they do stretch and initially I also got confused when I first started playing sports. Great, Wendy says warm up before stretch. Anybody? What do you all do before your exercise? Do you stretch or do you warm up? So, you can type it on the chat before we uh, make this thing go bonkers. Joel, anything to, to add? Or Joyce? Or Chiching? Uh, if you play sports what, uh, or exercise, what do you do first? And uh, here's another thing right, uh, which I'm going to add. I think Mackenzie can help answer this. Although technically, I wouldn't encourage you guys to do what I usually do. Uh, and But before I say that, let's see your answers first. What do you all say? Warm up before stretch. Everybody agree with Wendy and everything? Okay, we're going to bust this myth. Uh, Mackenzie, true or false? Do you stretch or do you warm up first? Okay. So before I pass this thing, let, let me make this clear. Warming up and stretching are two different things, okay? Alright. Correct. <laughs> unless you're unless you're doing gymnastics, okay, or yoga, which is basically stretching, alright? Gymnastics requires a lot of flexibility as you know. So unless you're doing gymnastics, uh, you you don't you don't necessarily have to stretch, but usually you don't. Okay, usually you don't stretch before you okay, you will do your walk-up, for example, jumping back, jogging on the spot, something to keep your heart rate a bit positive, uh, literally just to warm up your body and make, make your heart pump a little bit more, okay, so that blood actually flows throughout your body, that we get a more efficient burn, alright, but in short, you do not need to stretch when you work out, yeah, maybe once or twice you have the occasional cramp, but no, you do not have to stretch before you work out. Great. Now, I'm gonna get asked you whether this guy, so this is what he says, which is quite true. So what he says is the conventional wisdom is that stretching elongates the muscle and helps prevent injury. Do warm up by walking before cardio or doing light weights before intense training and do stretch after workout. Yeah. yeah so, so. Yeah. So the, the saying is, once you work out and everything, your muscles are all sore and stuff. So like, when you sit down and actually stretch those muscles out. Uh, okay, fine. Let me put this in a more realistic scenario. You know, one day you decide to go up to the gym and just start, you know, pushing weights, carrying and everything. 
you know, running the treadmill for like the whole one hour. And next thing you know, um, you go back home, take your bath and everything, forget to stretch, and you lie down on your bed. And next morning, you open your eyes and you realize you can't move. <laughs> okay? So, what stretching does post-workout, which is after your workout, it basically loosens those muscles up so um, you won't feel as sore as the next day. So, for example, if I do squats or whatever, or maybe uh, if let's say I'm doing bicep curls and I don't do my stretching, mm. uh, basically your muscles can actually lock up. You know, seize like that and you feel a lot of cramps the next day. Not really cramps, but more towards uh, soreness. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, now on my side, now I, I said this earlier that I only ask this after we bust this myth. It's, I think I'm doing it the wrong way. Occasionally, sometimes, I don't know, it, maybe it's just individual, but I think it's not good. Uh, and now I do warm up, but before I do, when I go for tennis, right, I usually go straight and start hitting, you know. And I don't think that's a good way to do, although I'm still young, but that's not the proper way. We should always do warm up, lah. but technically I've been always going on the court and I don't really do warm ups. Uh, my only warm up is like, yeah, you know, I jump, jump, run and that's it. <laughs> I don't do anything else and I just hit the ball. So I'm not sure uh, that's a proper, that's not a good encouragement, is it, Mackenzie? You have to do warm up. Um, well, if you're doing intensity exercises like uh, for okay, not exercises, more towards sports, uh, for example, tennis or anything that revolves a lot of running, a lot of jumping, um, do try to warm yourself up by doing a little bit of cardio, like a little bit of jogging, just to keep your heart to pace. Because mm. um, it is not advisable to like, run in and then just start hitting and running in back and front. You know, sometimes when you um, when you do a lot of sports be before without warming up, you know, sometimes you go like <laughs> and your your abs start to cramp, your ribcage starts to cramp, and then or maybe you like your heart your heart's pumping so much. But that's basically a result of lack of oxygen. So. In order for that to happen, it's just like a car, you know, you start your car, you let it warm up, then you drive. You don't just drive straight away, your car's gonna... If you're driving a manual car, okay, this is only applicable to that. Uh, if you're driving a manual car, you got to your, your engine and everything before you start whacking uh, to maybe some other place. Same thing goes for your body as well. Okay, you need to warm up your body before you actually jump into a intense workout. If you're doing, how say, simple workout, yoga, um, maybe basic jumping jacks or whatever it is, um, you don't necessarily have to do warm-ups. Because jumping jacks are basically warm-ups and everything by itself. Okay? But if you're doing intense sports, um, maybe um, sprinting or whatever, yes, do warm-ups before you work out. Great, great. There's another five more, so we'll just go run through this myth and bust um, quickly. Weight training means getting bulky. What do you uh, what do you guys think? There's there's this myth, right, that's coming out. So what do you think? Weight weight training means getting bulky. Okay. False. Mm -hmm. False. Okay. How about others? Joel, Ben, anything bro? Are you all followed same or false? Or true? 
False. 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 Okay. Everybody says false. Great. I think this is perhaps the easiest. I'm not sure what Mackenzie said before. Mackenzie gives the answer. This is what the researchers also has mentioned. What weight training does, however, is to make you look sharper and fitter. Um, Mackenzie, over to you. That's what the researchers yeah. did. So, weight training, yes, makes you look sharper and fitter. So, um, it's what we call uh, toning and sharpening. Okay. So, let's say, let's take a retrospect of a bodybuilder. Okay. They have chiseled muscles, right? So, Usually they do weight training to aim for specific muscles. That's what weight training does. You aim for specific muscles. If, for example, if you do a bicep curl, just flex your muscle like that, okay? Uh, that's basically, you're working your just your bicep muscles in particular. So weight training is very specific when it comes to um, your workouts, unless you're doing more towards complex movements, uh, then yeah, your body will basically, how say, cut itself. So. Yeah, sorry, the word cut seems a little bit harsh, but yeah, you're basically sculpting your own body, so it looks a lot sharper uh, the more you do it, basically. But yeah, it, you don't exactly get bulky. Yes, you gain a lot more muscle mass, but you do not actually get bulky. Yeah, right. Great, so that's busted. Um, number five, don't exercise for less than an hour. <laughs> now, let's. Uh, what do you guys think? You know, a lot of us think, ah, you know, there's things think, ah, must go out and exercise two hours, two hours. Yeah, what do you guys think? True, busted. Oh, salah, salah, salah. Right, right. I, I guess this was probably one of the easiest mechanically because I got the, the fastest response. So, um, and I think I agree with this. So this is what the researchers pointed out from my notes. And I think I sort of agree. It's, it's not about how long you do it, right? It's about the efficiency and regularity of your workouts that matter and not how long you do it. Yeah. 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 So uh, this myth is actually busted, right? <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's real simple. Um, there is like a saying like quality over quantity, alright? So if you have more quality time of working out, you know, like you actually spend that time to actually uh, um, work, work your body up. For example, you do, within 5 minutes or so, you do 10 good push-ups, okay? You do 10 good push-ups. But within an hour, let's say you were given an hour but you do maybe 200 bad push-ups or maybe a lot lesser than that because you get tired after that, you'll be wasting your time. Definitely, you'll be wasting your time. Okay? So, um, here's the thing. You can exercise for as long as you want, like 5 minutes, 10 minutes. Heck, if you want even a minute or, or so, will actually churn out results if you do it consistently. Mm. Right? So, yeah, it is definitely false and it is busted. You yeah. can exercise for less than an hour. <laughs> Honestly speaking, if you exercise more than an hour and if it's intense, you're actually doing more harm to yourself, to be honest. Because like, uh, it's, there's something called um, over-exercise. You know? There's no such thing as under-exercise. You, know, you just you work out, you get tired, you go and relax. 
But if you are tired, you know, you woke up for an hour plus or so, and you're still going, your body, your body is just telling you, no, 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 please don't do it. The chances of you getting injured are just so, so much higher. For example, if you do a bicep curl, like so many times, and you know, oh, I can do one more, but then you just tell yourself, maybe I could. Your body says, no, you do it the next time, and your, your bicep snaps. There goes your, there goes you know, your training time. Six months you're out, you can't do any workout. That's a lot less efficient. Yeah, so that myth is definitely busted. You can exercise less than an hour. Fantastic. Great, thanks. Now, number six, the more you sweat, the more you burn. Hmm. Guys, what do you say? Alright, let's see. Wow, false. Okay. But the others. Anyone who thinks otherwise, no false. Okay, la, pretty, pretty, pretty simple, la. I guess this is it. It's again sort of related, or uh, uh, perhaps what. But here's what the researcher says, and then uh, Mackenzie will give his final thoughts. Okay, no worries, Joel. Good, thank you for being on this, on that. Uh, I also, you know, realized, took me some time before I also realized this uh, when I was younger and earlier. But here's what the researcher says, okay? When he says the amount of, the amount you sweat is not directly proportional to the number of kilos you lose. Now, Mackenzie, over to you. <laughs> okay, um, to break it down from what Jesse actually said, okay? Uh, this is actually not exactly a myth, but it's also not exactly a fact. Okay, it's like a half and half. But to understand what it is first, um, let's talk about sweat. Okay, um, I'm pretty sure you know, everybody knows what sweat is, right? You know, water just comes out of your skin. You know, urea. You you probably learned this in form three or form two, maybe even younger, right? But uh, sweat is basically your body's mechanism of cooling you down. Honestly speaking, right? So if let's say you run under the sun or you don't on the fan in let's say a stuffy room or whatever, you're just gonna sweat. Okay, if let's say I'm over here, I'm streaming under like a bright light right now and then off the off the fan, I'm just gonna sweat. Regardless of it's just my boss way of saying, hey bro, you need to cool down. Oh ah, there you go. Right, your your body's way of need, uh, needing to cool down, alright? So if let's say you run a marathon under the hot sun or whatever, you know this is yeah. Then after that, you know some people they always have steam coming out of their body after a run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. Okay. Uh, it's basically when the outside temperature is much colder than your body. Okay. Then you start to emit steam and everything. yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. And the thing about sweat is, um, especially in our country. Okay. Sad to say, we are in a tropical climate. Okay. We will have more. Hands down, no matter what you say, we are in a very humid place. Humidity will just make you sweat. So after it rains, you know, when you go for a run or whatever, uh, or maybe if let's say you go to a rainforest or maybe a room, you know sometimes you get very sweaty and everything. So still because of humidity. So the more you sweat, the more you burn. Technically yes and no. So depends on the workout you're doing actually. Okay? So if let's say you're working out your heart rates, Going harder and harder, your body is. 
So the more you sweat, the more you burn. Yes and no. So plausible. Would you say plausible? I will call it Mythbusters plausible. Yes and no. Plausible. Plausible. Yeah. Okay. So this is plausible. Now we go into seven, but I think Mackenzie, you answered answered it earlier. But well, let's go in. Let's look oh. at it. Let's look at it. Right. No pain, no gain. This one. No pain, no gain, guys. What do you think? You know, a lot of us, you know, I, I, I had a couple of friends like, yeah, you know, I need to feel the muscle then. You know, it's what I'm like, what do you just say? You need to. Okay. 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 True. Okay, you guys. Yeah, true. If you ask me honestly, without me doing my research, I would have. Also, I would, you know, uh, I, I also say it's what you guys have answered. Okay, Bendy says no, not necessary. Um, ben and um, Chiching and any idea? What are your thoughts? Okay, interesting. Anybody? Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, yeah. I think they're not sure. Either they're not sure, they just, it's okay, no worries. All right. No pain, no gain. Then, yes and no. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's the thought I had as well. Um, right. Now, if you ask me my honest opinion, I would say it's about. It depends also. I, I will call this really plausible, really yes and no on my end. But this is what the researchers also had said. Uh, don't think that experiencing pain all the time means your workout are uh, going great. Uh, and as Mackenzie also, I think this the, the, what he explained also sort of relate to this earlier. But anyways, he says, if it feels uncomfortable and hard work when you are two thirds of the way, through a spin class or even five minutes into a mountain climb, well, that is probably to be expected. Lah. But yeah, that's what the researchers say. So now I pass it on to Mackenzie. So this statement is false, actually. Hey. Right? It's very much false. You do not need to feel pain in order to <laughs> progress. I'm sorry to say that, but you, you don't have to feel pain to see progress. You just need to be consistent in what you do and do it consistently, that's about it, like a routine. Then you'll see a lot of progress. You don't have to, you don't have to really feel pain. If, if, let's say you go to the hospital and you feel pain every day, oh, that's progress. No, it's not going to work that way. Okay, you're going to come out of the hospital, doctor, you didn't do your job, I'm still hurting. No, it's not, it's not like that, okay? So sometimes, uh, we may think like, yeah, I need to push myself a little bit. Yeah, it's good to think that way, you know, it's good encouragement. But sometimes when you know your body can't handle it, <laughs> yeah, no. Pain's gonna get to you. You either, you either go into shock, you pass out, and you know, uh, another story. Um, but no, you do not need to go through pain to actually see gain. Sometimes you just need to do the simplest things to actually uh, build up to the bigger things. Yeah, so no pain, no gain. No, busted. Busted. <laughs> oh. okay. Okay, but you know, there is um, 
I, I don't know. Uh, correct me, Mackenzie. Um, you know, there's sometimes you know when you after you gym a uh, after you gym a while, you start to feel your muscle a bit warm and mm-hmm. stiffen up. Uh, that's not like that bad, is it? Right? It's it's not that bad. It's like you just feel your 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 muscles is working and all. That's not really pain, pain is it? Right? So sometimes. Uh, you do after like I haven't done my like, gym for a while. I do a twenty minute cycle, then I start feeling my legs like wow, you know. Um, okay, let me give you a quick example actually. So your muscles are basically rubber bands, right? Yeah, See? rubber bands. Oops, not one side. Right, we see it. No worries. Yeah, rubber bands. Yeah. So regardless of what it is, this is basically a muscle. When you, when you pull your muscle, it basically extends, right? So right. when you keep doing this consistently, alright, if let's say that rubber band is full, you don't use it a lot. You know, you keep doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this. And obviously your brain will tell you, yeah, it's time to stop, rest, it's normal. Okay? What happens if you don't do that? You keep continuing doing this and this and this and your body's not conditioned for it yet, your body's not ready for it yet, there's no stretching anymore. Okay, your muscles are just, oh, I've been sitting down all day for the past six months or so, I'm not doing anything. And suddenly you want to go, yeah, that happens. Okay, you rip your muscle, you get to sit for another six months, but then one side will be big, one side will be small. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah, not necessarily the pain and gain kind of thing, but it is normal to feel soreness after a long time of not working out. It's typical, your body's typical coping mechanism. It's like asking you to chill for a bit, you know, maybe you go back maybe within a week. Then you slowly build up from there, from a week to three days, three days to one day, maybe. Yeah. Great, great. Because, you know, that's the two different things. Because otherwise, you say, you know, uh, just to clarify, because some people may think, oh, pain, then what about sore? So that's uh, what Mackenzie has clarified. You know, it's okay to have sore, but when you have pain, uh, you better stop. Otherwise, as Mackenzie has mentioned, with the rubber band expansion, his example, that will, that will, that is gonna happen. Like uh, what will happen if you don't stop? Just take care of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, weight training is no good if you want to lose weight. Ooh. I, I like this one. What do you guys think? False. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Wendy falls. Joyce falls. Okay. Giving them some time to think as well. Joel. Chiching. Uh, any Joel? Any any idea? This question is a really good one, honestly speaking. No, no idea. Okay, no worries. Now, uh, before again, so this is what the researchers say, and this is based on studies. And the reality is that if you want to lose weight, this is what the guy said, which I, I'm a bit also wanting to find out from Mackenzie because I'm not too sure. But anyways, I'll read it out. This is exactly where you need to be heading, right? So he says the reality is that if you want to lose weight, this is exactly where you need to be heading. A targeted weight sessions that involves high reps and low weight 
performance is going to tone muscles and burn more calories than an aerobic training session. The key is the amount of calories you burn after you finish your session. For women, uh, that after burn can account for as many as 350 additional calories. Now, I'll leave that to Mackenzie. That's a bit detailed. I'm also wanting to find out. I, uh, to me, I again for this, uh, to, uh, before he answers, I say it's 50-50. So I'm not sure. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to pass your bubble there, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually false, okay? So ah. weight training actually does help you lose weight, okay? Based on that research paper you actually brought up, it is. It is actually true. Okay, what you need to understand from it, right? Uh, no one's asking you to go to the gym and carry 30 kg weight straight away. Okay? What it says specifically is to go low weights, maximum reps. Reps is how many times you're going to do it. Okay? So, for guys especially, okay? You know, sometimes we like to go to the gym. You know, you see those big bulky guys, you know, and then, and then you feel super inferior. You know, you're like, I can carry 10. And next thing you know, you carry 10, you do maybe 5 or 6. And you're like, ah, maybe I cannot do more than that. You know, but it, uh, it's all about pride and everything. Uh, I personally do this, okay, if I were to go to the gym. I will not be ashamed. And I, I will definitely say this. If you see a 2.5 kg weight, just go for it. It's fine. Mm. Okay. Um, surprisingly enough, if let's say... We take a comparison, okay? Uh, of doing 30 minutes of weight training and 30 minutes in a treadmill. Honestly, I say I burn more on the uh, weight training. Yeah, I burn more doing weight training. Unless you're doing um, high runs, uh, doing purely cardio, um, then yeah, you're probably just straining towards, more towards weight loss. But the thing about weight training is, right, uh, regardless of whether how specific it is, yeah, you may think, Oh, it's not good for, for losing weight. But here's the thing about it. When you are doing weight training, you're using energy. Your body still uses energy regardless of what it is. And with that motion you're doing, you're actually building muscle at the same time. So the differentiation here is, do you want to just lose weight? Okay, number one, do you just want to lose weight? Or do you want to go to the other side of the pond and you want to lose weight, but you want to keep a certain muscle mass? Okay. Uh, the best example I would say uh, is oh, marathon runners and sprinters. Same same type of um, athletic ability, running right, but different capacities. Okay, different abilities. If you compare a sprinter and a marathon runner, okay, you look at a marathon runner first. He's usually slim, very skinny looking, but he can run miles easily. No problem, okay? He's built, he's built like that because of his training. Okay, his muscles are just, okay, I can run further, but I cannot lift a lot of heavy weights. But if you compare to sprinters, they look a lot bulkier, okay? They look a lot more toned. It's because they only need to run for what? Less than 10 seconds and reach the 100 meter mark. Pew! Just like that. It's all about explosive strength. So there is a variation. So. If you're doing cardio, like on the treadmill, just the treadmill, just to lose weight, yeah, you're going the right way, but you'll be very skinny. But or, on the other hand, you want to be toned, a little bit more fit, you know, you can go with weight training. That is another alternative. 
Great, great. Okay, thanks, Mackenzie, for you know your your tips on this stuff. Um, I think hopefully you guys got a few little things out of this. Uh, I I certainly learned something from point number eight because I was a bit in between. I wasn't too sure, but okay, for clarifying, you know that was really good for Mackenzie. Um, so right now, um, now. I'm, I'm not going to dive into this definition too deeply. Uh, I think you guys know what's fitness. So I will just send you guys these slides so you can read uh, this. But you know, the definition of fitness is the ability to carry out daily tasks with vigor uh, and uh, alertness without undue fatigue and with ample energy to enjoy leisure time pursuits and response to emergencies. Anyways, that's one of the. Um, oops. Um, I think it's slow. Uh, the definition of fitness, right? Um, so, we're coming to common components to fitness. Uh, and again, uh, this is where Mackenzie, if you think this, I'm not sure whether it's what, but I got this through research. But here are the few common components, uh, components to fitness. Uh, number one is, you know, your cardiorespiratory endurance. Two is your muscular endurance. Three is your muscular strength. Four is muscular power. Your flexibility, balance, speed, and body composition. Um, do you guys know about this? Uh, your common components to fitness, or at least you know some of it. Uh, I will admittedly say I only know maybe sixty percent, like sixty percent uh, of this, or most. Yeah, I. Wouldn't think, I didn't think about flexibility initially in my thoughts when it comes to components to fitness, but, uh, and yeah, you guys know, you all know about this, uh, yeah, I'm sure Mackenzie would know, uh, anything to add on to this that I missed out, would you like to add? You, you got it pretty much covered, um, and yeah, it's my responsibility to know, because I, I do teach kids for a living, so. Yeah, I know, I know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing, sorry, I mean, you, you know, so I, I, I'm gonna ask you, did I cover, did I miss anything out, or is there anything you'd like to add to these components to fitness? Uh, no, because you, you pretty much covered most of it over here in the slides. Technically speaking, if, um, you can actually sum down most of it, for example, um, mm. you can go back to number one, which is cardio. Yeah. Cardio respiratory endurance, okay, don't let that, don't let that scare you, okay? Yeah. I know it's a long name and, and it, it gets really complicated, it's not, it's not, it's really not. Just remember cardio means your heart respiratory, just means entire respiratory system like your lungs and everything just how blood flows throughout your whole body so for example you, you do a lot of running and everything you're gonna need this, this cardiorespiratory endurance so you can actually run further right and your basically your muscles get more oxygen throughout the whole process so don't don't let the words scare you um, it's actually rather simple okay so anyways i think you know this is the basic uh, common components to fitness and I just had to get Mackenzie to this. So, um, just for the rest of us to discuss really quickly and perhaps if you all can put it in the chat or you all want to say it out, uh, why fitness? Yeah, what, or to put it simple, why why do we do fitness, right? Or why fitness, yeah. In your own words, you can just type it out, be very interesting and then, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see what yeah, why fitness? Maybe about 
five minutes. I'll play up a, play a bit of music. Uh, but if you're ready, you can just put it on the chat. And uh, yeah. Okay, anybody? Um, I know Ben had to go. Um, but anybody, why fitness uh, for you guys? What, 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 what do you think? Anybody would like to share, uh, Joel? Something simple from 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 you. Why why fitness on your end? Okay, teaching health. Okay, prevents us from being lethargic. Keeps the energy going. Keeps our minds active. Fitness exercise causes us to get more oxygen in the way, which helps with blood circulation to maintain our stamina. Right. Okay. Those are pretty uh, good answers. Um, Mackenzie, uh, you like to add on to this to what they just mentioned, like by fitness. Uh, well, we kind of covered most of it, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least at least they they they. Okay. Great. Yeah. At least your answer. Yeah. Most of it, like Mackenzie has said. So, uh, great. Hopefully, your uh. So why fitness? Right. I think here. In the Bible verse, why I'm going to put it out here is the scriptural. It says, "Living life to full, being good steward of our body." So in First Timothy four verse eight, physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and the life to come. So, yeah, that's why fitness. And basically, what you just said is really true, right? Why fitness? Uh, number one, improves energy level, exercise, kids you alert and focus and perhaps mental health and that's why during MCO if uh, they didn't allow to us to jog right we'd be seriously I, I uh, well before Mackenzie uh, I approached Mackenzie I was just saying hey if we lock down now what other exercise can we do at home like seriously I don't have a treadmill or anything fortunately I have dumbbells now. my mom has two dumbbells so I can use it but what if people really don't have uh, how do you exercise when perhaps you can't go out and all? And that's why I was quite grateful to get Mackenzie to come and share after this. But yeah, these are some of the things that, you know, why fitness improves your productivity, right? Um, so where are you? Evaluating where you are. So this is um, what I'm going to do. Um, well, just let us know. Well, okay, we won't do this activity because this is mainly I would say this would have to be more physical settings when preparing this um, but this is a self-evaluation where you are so this is something you can ask uh, yourself uh, evaluating where you are so self-evaluation I have an exercise plan regime I'm exercising regularly I'm eating well I'm satisfied with my current strength and stamina my health test results are positive I have good level of alertness throughout the day so in the Either way, this, this exercise just to tell you if this was done in a physical way, uh, this was supposed to group you guys. If you answered five and six, you are in group A, three and five. Uh, you're in group B and two, one and two in group C. Lah. Um, now, I won't need to go through this discussion again, but just really going through the goals, right? Uh, we're going to watch this. Before then, I hand over to uh, Mackenzie who will then share with us a few things what uh, he say, uh, what he uh, 
can tell us what we can do, right, for uh, having like an exercise regime at home. But firstly, uh, let's watch this video. Let me just put it on. Hey guys, Rolando Rodriguez here with xgains.com. We've got workouts that work, eats that satisfy, and everything else you need to reach your lifestyle goals. about a quick little video on goals, okay? And actually setting goals and how we can achieve the long-term goals or the unattainable goals that we set for ourselves. Here's the thing, first and foremost, set a goal. You really don't know if it's unattainable until you set it and attempt to go towards it, right? So let's say that we want to lose 10 pounds in two months and we wanna lose a pound and a half a week, right? And so we start the first week and we only lost a half a pound. Okay, go into the second week, be a little more aggressive. You only lost, a, you know, 0.65 pounds. Well, going into week three, especially if you find yourself discouraged, but you want to do this before you find yourself discouraged, say, you know what? I'm not going to lose a pound and a half in week three. I'm just going to go for 0.75. You do it a little more aggressive the third week and you hit 0.75. Well, after hitting 0.75, you know what? You start feeling great. You feel like you accomplished something. And believe it or not, when our minds accomplish something, we get addicted to that feeling and it's going to propel us to move forward. So going into the fourth week, move it up from 0.75 to maybe one pound. And maybe in week four, you hit that. And then you push it up from there, right? Become a little more aggressive. Same thing. For example, if you want to run four days a week, Let's say you, you set that as a goal and you're in your first week of trying to set that goal and you're in the day four of that week and you're like, oh crap, I'm not going to be able to run four days a week. Well, guess what? Go one day that week. Just tell yourself, you're already in the middle of the week, say, you know what? My goal is one day this week, then two days the next week, three days and four days. You get the point. You want to set goals that are attainable because setting those incremental goals that you achieve is going to make you feel the rush of success and your body is going to get addicted to it and it's going to get you know the motivation to get that feeling again of accomplishing something. So set your goals, set them high, okay? I'm fine with that. But once you try and moving towards your goals and you're starting to realize, wait a minute, that was a little too high. Well, guess what? We aim this high. Because we aim this high, we might get this high. But what if we would have started off just aiming this high and we only got this high, right? It's like, you know, 90% is still 100% better than nothing. If that makes sense, you get my point. 50% progress is better than no percent progress. 25%. So change the goals if you're not hitting them so that you don't get discouraged. Break it up into digestible bite-sized chunks that will help fuel your fire of motivation, your fire of progression, and your fire to get better. And anything you do in life, this isn't just for strength gains or weight loss or conditioning. This is for anything in life. Set goals as high as you want them. Aim for the sky. And when you realize that you can only jump six inches, readjust your achievements, your goals. I want to just jump two inches by next week. 
And then at the end, you're going to say, I just want to jump as high as I possibly can. But every day, I'm going to try to jump a little bit harder. Because every day, we just need to be better than the last. And that's really all we could ask for, right? From ourselves, from others. And if you do that, every single day, you're going to be a little bit better and closer to your goals. This is Rolanda Rodriguez with xgains.com. Let me know if you've got any questions or comments down below. That website, again, is x That's the... Uh, Symbol, not the word, gains.com. And I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Peace. Okay. Um, one second, the video is playing. Um, now, what do you think of that? Uh, before Mackenzie, you give your, your thoughts on that. Okay. Any, any, any others apart from what? Any takeaways? No. Or pursue fitness as a lifestyle? What do you think? Before, you know, Mackenzie will just... Do we pursue it? Do it. <laughs> Sorry? What do we do it? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not do it. I mean, before I... <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, Mackenzie. What? 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 Your thoughts on on that? Uh. And about goals. What he just said. Uh, do you think that was, you know, relevant for us? Uh, yeah. So, when it, when it comes to what he said, it's actually quite true. All right. The one of the main things that you need to understand about, um, goals. Okay. Uh, a little goes a long way. That's one. And number two is to be more realistic, okay? Um, yes, you can say you can set the goals very high. Yeah, you can always set the end goal very high, no problem. But you gotta keep those smaller goals first. You don't suddenly just tell me or tell anyone that, oh, hey bro, I, I want to do 20 kgs within two months. I'm sorry, that's absurd. You're doing 10 kgs a month, you die. Like that. Just, malnutrition, just die on the spot, all right? Um, it has to be realistic. Make it really simple. Um, make it make it to digestible bits, like what he said, okay? You you don't want to just suddenly ram a whole chicken into your mouth. You take bits and bites out of it, okay? So when it comes to setting goals, like what he said, set, build steps to it, to, you know? There is always an end goal, which is always at the pinnacle at the top, but always set smaller goals to reach them. There's no goal too small. For example, what he said, like, oh, maybe you, you instead of losing one and a half pounds, you lose um, oh, like 0.75 pounds or so. It's a lot better, you know, you get more motivated in the long run. So instead of like, you lose 1.5, 1.5, 1.5, and then next week you gain 2.5 and you feel disappointed, uh, it is better to understand that oh every week I lose 0.75 you know every week and eventually you get motivated it builds up and then yeah the end goal is always that you you see a lot more results. Great, thanks thanks for your your feedback um and your words on this um I think something I won't ask the group because maybe y'all what uh, but you know I'll leave this for y'all uh for. I'll send these slides for you so you all can, you know, either take this as something that you all can practice. How do we form habits of fitness? You all can just, you know, ask yourself this. Um, 
uh, I'll go to one last video and then Mackenzie will do his, uh, will share his thing. So this is the last video. Uh, it's called Workout Dance. Pretty interesting. Uh, but Guys, I'm not dancing yet. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just gonna, you know, um, now pass it over to Mackenzie because uh, Macken uh, Mackenzie has a few things that uh, perhaps can help us out uh, in terms of oh I don't have all these equipments what can I do what can I make full use to exercise at home to keep me fit so over to you Mackenzie thanks alright um, before we start anything that's physical or whatever um, let me just explain when it comes to fitness right especially at home you know you can't run uh, now we have jogging obviously and cycling but if you really don't feel like leaving the house or whatever it is, right? Just in this, the things you do every day, you can actually work out. Okay. Um, I'm actually just gonna zoom out of my lens just a bit, actually a lot. Okay, so you can actually see part of my setup. Okay, so for for workouts, right, at home especially, you don't necessarily need okay like dumbbells. So some of you might have dumbbells. You don't necessarily need them, okay? You can just eat it, throw it away, whatever, okay? You don't necessarily need them. Or, all you need is your household items, okay? Pillows. Pillows are a very good one. Okay? Pillows, stools, chairs, whatever it is, if you feel comfortable, you can use them, okay? Um, I'm going to demonstrate to you how you guys can actually uh, work out, okay? Especially using pillows, okay? Yeah, you might think, okay, Pillows, very easy, very light, soft and fluffy like a toy. Yeah, until you start doing the exercises. Okay. Um, for these workouts, right, um, you don't necessarily need to dress up for anything. Heck, I'm even in my sleeping slippers. Look at that. Jogger pants, whatever it is. Okay, really simple. All you need to do is just hold your pillows on the side. See? Just hold them on the side. Simple as that. Okay. And what you're going to do is just straighten your arms. And just gonna lift them up, just like that. Okay, bring them down, lift them up. Okay. You're just gonna continuously do this, and you're not gonna slam to your, your chest, okay? You're just gonna slowly put it down and control that muscle movement. Okay, lift it up, bring it down, lift it up, and bring it down. So try doing this for one minute, and you actually start feeling sore, especially in your muscles right here. Okay? So, that's one of those workouts, okay? If you want to make it more dynamic or so, um, you can actually just hold the same way. You can just squat down, stand and just lift up like that. Bring it back down and go down, up. Just bring it up, okay? It's just one full motion, okay? Down all the way up. Heck, sometimes you can even do it when you're lying down a bit, okay? If let's say you're lying down a bit, you know, your pillow's all like this, and sleeping and everything. It's fine, okay? Let's say you wake up and you're like, ah, I don't feel like getting up. Simple, just grab your pillow, put them like this, okay? When you're sleeping, just lift it up. Make sure you look straight, put down, look straight, put down. You actually get to work out your chest, right? Other than that, you feel really uncomfortable and everything, you can just put your pillow on top like that and just squat. That's all. Really simple. Things you can do at home. Uh, hey, even the most mundane things, you are sleeping, you can just look at them, hey, you want to do a kilo fight? Just start smacking them in it. Works. 
Trust me, it works your back muscles, your arms, as well as your legs. Because in order to exert force, you need to put your legs in front. Just like that. Okay, it is a really good exercise, honestly speaking. Um, when it comes to chairs and everything, no, I do not condone using chairs to hit your siblings, okay? That's a no-no. That's why we use pillows, alright? Okay. If you're planning to sing something at someone, please use something soft like a pillow or uh, something softer, okay, a plush toy. Please do not just hit a chair towards somebody, it will be just unnecessary. Okay, pillows work very well, posters. Uh, sometimes you can even use a towel, just swinging it around actually gives a really good sense of uh, I say this, uh, endurance. Okay? Your pillow can do magical things, you just have to be really creative with them. You can even do um, push-ups, lifts and everything. Very simple push-ups will do, especially using a pillow. Chest, you can do it every day. Do simple stretchings on your chest. For example, sitting down just like this, okay? you can just do simple stretches. Like that, okay, or maybe just even a squat instead. How to actually fix your posture when doing a squat? Um, these things can be factors. It can be real simplified as well. Okay, so you just put your hands like that. Make sure your bum just touches your, your chair and you stand up. That's all. That those workouts make things a lot easier. Even if you're doing chores, chores are actually a really good way. Okay, for example, if you're mopping the floor, it's actually a good exercise as well because you're moving muscles especially your chest, your arms, right? Um, doing work at home, gardening. Those are actually good workouts. But honestly speaking, regardless how much workouts you do, number one, take care of yourself, okay? And number two, don't feed yourself junk. Okay, if you're gonna feed yourself junk, there's, even no, there's, no, there's no point even doing those workouts. You're gonna tell me, I've done all your workouts you told me to, and I haven't even lost weight. None, zero. I cannot even lose weight. You say I do this, I confirm this. I didn't say I confirm lose weight, okay? I never said that. Let me clarify, okay? Eat properly and make sure you sleep well as well. So if you're sleeping late at night, 2 or 3 a.m., right? Please fix that, okay? Get to sleep properly, go to work, whatever. Find your free time to work out. You do not need, and I repeat, you do not need to spend one hour, just five minutes will do. This simple workout that I ask you guys to do, just lifting your pillow up, bring it down, just lifting it up. Those will actually work out a lot of muscles, squatting. You work out your whole body within less than five minutes. Just five minutes. Um, actually, there is actually a PDF online. Um, you do not need equipment for this. You can even use a cup if you need to. Uh, there are three volumes, but I'm just gonna send you one. Uh, follow. You can actually follow any of the workouts over there. Some will range from five minutes. Some will range from sorry. Some will range from five minutes all the way to an hour. And some of them are just even one minute. I am not joking. There are even one minute workouts you can do at home per day. Just keep that consistent, and you'll see results in the long run. Great. Wow. Hey, thanks, Mackenzie, for you know your demo and sharing like pillows, right? Who were top pillows? And secondly. Pillow fighting. Now that's gonna be fun. I, I, although I, I, you're gonna need a sibling to do that. But that, that's very interesting. You said about you know pillow fighting. Never thought about it. Um, and I think the other thing that that reminds me of something that uh, if you have smart watches. Now I'm not asking you to invest because it's very expensive. Your smart watches actually will remind you. I do have one, and every time I'm not moving. 
what it does is it always reminds me, uh, have you not stretched after 20 minutes, right? And um, uh, what it does is it will tell, it will give you a wide range of um, wide range of activities you can uh, you can do, right? A lot of uh, a lot of activities, and and what it does is you can either it will pick either you want to stretch out left and right, whether you're in sitting position, and uh, yeah, if you to invest something, uh, uh, if you do have a smart watch, then use your smart watch. It will tell you where it, it will track everything, and it will tell you simple activities uh, and if you have uh, if you don't have one that uh, then you can follow what Mackenzie has recommended lah, just as he mentioned earlier um, does anybody sorry Mackenzie we won't hold you up for too long I'm just gonna ask them does anybody have anything to just ask Mackenzie before we wrap this up tonight's session and uh, I, I would just say thank you Mackenzie for spending your time with us we really appreciate it uh, for you to come in and myth bust some of the theories and share with us your tips for how we can, you know, exercise at home. Uh, but anybody have any question? Like, just want to ask something from Mackenzie or anything? No? Yes? Before we just wrap it up. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah. No, I think I think they are all good. Uh, if anything, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I think a very fun workout demo. Uh, thanks, Mac. Yeah, definitely, it's quite fun uh, and very interesting as well. <laughs> the pillow fight one, I I definitely have to agree, especially the pillow fight. So I'm gonna tell my nieces when they are stuck at home in coaching, do pillow fight really, but make sure you do it properly. Don't take, don't take my word for granted. Yeah, please uh, don't ask your, you know, make sure your niece checks their pillows, you know, cause some of them might have something. <laughs> yeah. I don't want someone getting hurt, the next thing you know, two uh, pillows at somebody. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, just make sure it's, it's safe and everything. As long as it's safe, it's simple. Um, just make things simple for yourself. Don't, don't, don't just overcomplicate your workouts. When you keep things simple, everything's just uh, very, a lot easier in life. Mm. Great, great. Anyways, Mackenzie, I think if not, I think they all just uh, that's all we have tonight. Uh, thanks for sharing again, um, and thanks for coming on board. It was quite fun. It was definitely fun having you to mid bust the stuff. It was really fun, and especially the demo again. I have to say, so really, really thank you.